I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today, catching up with Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D., to discuss some topics he discussed in his December 2021 Spartan Community Letter. President Stanley, happy holidays. Russ, thank you, and thank you so much, and uh, happy holidays to you and all our listeners. Indeed. Well, it's graduation week, commencement week. This is really what it's all about, right? Student success leading to graduates ready to make a Spartan impact in the world. It's an exciting time of the year, and uh, probably, as I say, these commencement days are my favorite days, and we'll be doing a couple of them Friday and Saturday coming up. And uh, it's just such a joyous occasion as these students reach the finish line and celebrate with their families and friends. Uh, I never tire of it. It's always exciting. As an eventful 2021 draws to a close, what are you reflecting with pride on that we accomplished together? Well, I think one of the major things is student success, and we've talked about that, and it's one of the pillars of our strategic plan. And for the seventh year in a row, we raised our graduation rates, and that's difficult to do. And so my kudos, you know, hats off essentially to the people who work on student success and to the students and their resilience. So even in these tough times, we're seeing a continuation of this wonderful trend. And to get up to 82, over 82 percent now, um, that's a huge change from years ago. It speaks to the idea that what we want to do is every student who comes to Michigan State University, we want them to leave with a Michigan State University degree. And how you make that possible and the work it takes to do that is is significant. But that's our goal, and we're putting it on us, not on students, but on us. If we accept you to Michigan State University, we feel it's our role to help you graduate and see you through that degree, and then help you in what comes after as well in your jobs ahead of time. So I think that, to me, uh, commencement represents the the culmination of that. There's a tremendous amount of work that goes through it, but I'm really proud of everybody who's worked to do that. Uh, I'm also just really proud that we had as, you know, as close to a normal semester as we could. It's been a challenging semester. There's been a couple of incidents that everyone knows about that have been, you know, tragic and, 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 and so troubling. Yet at the same time, we brought 16,000 students back living on campus. We conducted our classes in person, as we said we would do, uh, with, of course, a mix of hybrid and online as well. And to successfully accomplish that, again, speaks to me to the resiliency of students and the innovation and, and skill of our faculty and staff in making all of that work. And three new strategic plans address relationship violence and sexual assault, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and a university strategic vision that will guide us as we build excellence and impact in key areas in the years ahead. Each plan focuses on creating an environment where students, faculty, and staff can do their best work and achieve their greatest potential as MSU serves its mission here and around the world. And, and we're so excited about that. And again, these things were all started before uh, the pandemic. And I think there could have been a, uh, a, you know, a push to, to forego doing them, to put them off. Uh, and I'm really proud, again, that the committees involved were able to work during the pandemic. We're able to using Zoom and other things to get the kind of input we needed from the community, the campus community, because this is something where we need staff and faculty and student input to do this right. And so I think we were able to achieve that. And then I think to push them through during this time and have them come out, I think, as, as such really forward-thinking documents that incorporate what we've known before, what we learned during the pandemic as well, and what our approach to the future will be. And you just touched on it, sir, but in our November conversation, we talked about MSU's overall six-year graduation rate rising nearly a percentage point to over 82% this year. And now we've learned of a new record 80% four-year federal graduation rate for our student athletes. Progress in these crucial areas lends solid momentum towards reaching the strategic plan's goal of an 86% overall graduation rate by 2030. 
Well, again, that is really very much moving in the right direction. There's work to be done. Uh, each percentage point is, is, takes a tremendous amount of work. Each half a percentage point takes a tremendous amount of work. But that 0.8 percentage point that we approved this year um, means that about 150 more people, if you count the fact that we had a slightly larger uh, uh, graduating class and you factor that in with the 0.8 percentage rate, it means about roughly 147 people um, graduated, more individuals graduated this year than last last year. And that's huge. Um, you know, for those individuals, it's transformative to have that college degree. And if you think about the 64 to 70 percent of them are going to stay in the state of Michigan, they're going to be productive citizens, they're going to have a lifetime earnings that are a million dollars greater than those who just have a high school degree. That's a great accomplishment for them, for their families, for the state, and for the nation. And just this week, we added another point of pride with the announcement that Honors College senior Andrew McDonald was selected for a Marshall Scholarship. He becomes MSU's 19th Marshall Scholar and will next undertake graduate studies in the United Kingdom. Our brightest and best are as accomplished as anyone's. That's absolutely true, and I'm really proud of Andrew and his accomplishments. He's an amazing student and scholar, and I think this is a very well-deserved award. And I think as I think, of, as you said, that you know, Michigan State University attracts extraordinary students. Um, I look at our Honors College and the credentials that those students have. And then when they come to MSU, they have all these opportunities to really expand their portfolios and really do more and accomplish more. And I think that, to me, is really important as we look forward. That Not only do they come here bright, but they have a chance to really spread their wings and fly here. And I think that makes them competitive for these kinds of awards. And the opening of renovated teaching and learning spaces in Wonders Hall last week with computer and other laboratories for College of Engineering students capped a year of exciting facility openings that will support student learning and success for many years. In our past conversations, we've talked about the opening of the innovative STEM teaching and learning facility, which incorporates the former Shaw Lane Power Plant and the Billman Music Pavilion, offering exceptional learning, practice, and performing spaces. Student success hinges in part on having the right facilities for students to do their best work, right? Couldn't have said it better. Um, these are really important, and I think what we're doing is really developing state-of-the-art facilities for our students, faculty, and staff. And that's incredibly important. It's a competitive environment out there. Students have choices, and their families have choices about where they want to attend college. And when you have an outstanding faculty to teach, and you couple that with facilities that are inspirational, it makes a difference. And all the f spaces you mentioned, uh, the Billman, uh, the, the Eli Brode College of Business, Minskoff Pavilion, uh, and, of course, the Wonders Hall that we just talked about in our amazing STEM building. These are places where education is going to take place in new and exciting ways, where students are going to learn, have opportunities for hands-on experiences. And I had to, got to meet a number of the first-year engineering students, a very diverse group, by the way, and their excitement about being in that space and what it meant to them uh, was, was contagious. As it does for student success and other key areas, the new strategic plan sets ambitious goals for campus sustainability we were proud to be ranked number 21 on the Princeton Review's 2022 list of top green colleges in the United States. MSU is green in more ways than one. Uh, you're absolutely <laughs> right, and you're so proud of that. And I think it's a, it's a point of pride, not just for us, but I think for our students particularly. And I think they take great pride in this. This is something they care about. They're a generation that takes these issues very seriously. Um, they want to be impactful, and they want to be associated with an institution that cares about it and makes a difference. So to be in the top 25 Princeton ranked in this is great. Um, to be one of the top ranked Big Ten schools in this list is very important for us as well. And we're going to continue, and we have in the strategic plan, which can 
contains a section on stewardship and sustainability, made that commitment to continue to do this and to work to becoming carbon neutral. So there's challenges ahead to do that, but again, we have the ingenuity and Spartans will, and I think we'll continue to work to excel in this area. MSU's academic quality is underpinned by the excellence of our faculty members, 11 of whom earned recognition for their influential scholarship among their peers. These distinguished faculty members are ranked among the world's most cited researchers over the past decade, and it's hard to have student success without our world-class faculty, right? Oh, the two go hand in hand. Um, great students help attract great faculty because they have the graduate students and undergraduate students that help you know, work in their lab and help de demonstrate the creativity and enthusiasm that's so important. And of course, students come because of outstanding faculty for their ability to teach and to do innovative research and with the global impact. And so I'm very proud of those faculty. Um, there is, you know, that is a wide world out there in terms of you're competing against. So to have a number, of, to have 11 faculty who are in the top ranked in the world, I think is spectacular. And I think We'll continue to try and recruit those faculty and create an environment at MSU where all faculty have the chance to be nurtured um, to reach those kind of goals. Campus safety is another commitment to our university community, and Vice President for Public Safety and Chief of Police Marlon Lynch recently announced two new initiatives supporting that priority. Both are the result of the MSU Police Department's engagement with students, faculty, and staff. All of these groups will be represented on a new Police and Public Safety Advisory Committee that will help the department develop its strategic outlook and raise awareness of community safety programs, services, and initiatives. The other new initiative is the Safe MSU app, which puts a variety of safety resources at the fingertips of the campus community. One feature is the virtual friend walk, allowing Spartans to share their location with a friend who can follow their progress to their destination in real time it also allows the, the friend to immediately contact the police if they believe there is a problem. Just your thoughts on these two new, new initiatives from Chief Lynch. Well, well first of all, my, my thanks to Chief Lynch as in his role as Vice President for Public Safety and Chief of Police, who really is taking the charge that we gave him when he arrived uh, very seriously, which is to really make sure that we're doing everything we can to keep MSU as safe a campus as possible. And I think the creating of this advisory committee um, really delivers on the promise we made with the task forces that we had earlier this summer who were working on policing, where this is a promise to create a new advisory committee for the police. So I think this is keeping this promise, and I think is part of our uh, our goal of having more community-engaged policing as we look at the campus. So that's very important. And then the new app I've downloaded already um, is, is it makes things convenient in terms of reaching out for help, provides, as you say, the, the virtual friend walk, which allows you to have others track your progress. And I think that's important for a campus that's as large as ours to have this kind of uh, safety uh, opportunity. And I think these apps are something that, you know, are easy to download on your phone um, and allow you to call the police instantly just by pushing a single button. So, um, and, and as well as report non-emergencies to the police with a single button push. So all these things are, again, part of our campaign um, to make the campus as safe as possible. And what a cool idea, because the whole world seems to run on apps now. So, <laughs> And President Stanley's students have let us know how important the campus living experience is to them. And if you eat on campus, you know MSU's dining facilities are pretty special. So congratulations to MSU Culinary Services, which earned a national grand prize recently for the wonderful allergen-free dining hall in Owens Hall. 
called Thrive. Some of our older alumni listening may remember we've come a long way from meeting Johnny Marzetti in the dorms to where we are now. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't here for Johnny Marzetti, so, so you'll, you'll have to educate me yes. on that. But I, I think, you know, this has been a, a major emphasis um, by uh, Venny Gore and all of his team in, in student uh, life and engagement uh, to really create a dining experience that, uh, you know, is, is something that students want to partake in, don't have to partake in, but want to partake in and choose. And giving more options, I think, has been incredibly important. We all know the workforce shortage has impacted their work over there and made it more difficult. And so it's wonderful to have this award uh, that acknowledges the high quality of the work they're trying to do there under some very difficult circumstances in terms of staffing. And what are your thoughts, sir, on the uh, rapidly emerging Omicron variant and its impact on our next few months? So it's a great question, Russ, and like everyone else, I continue to read and follow with interest and concern uh, what we see. Um, the outbreak in Cornell University right now is is, is worrisome. Um, it, it seems to involve mostly vaccinated students. I think there is evidence that's come out of South Africa, but still needs to confirm that the, this particular variant may be less likely to cause severe disease, and but that remains to be seen. Um, I think the one thing that I have read that I continue to, to a advocate for is boosters for individuals, that the data seems to suggest, again, still early, that people who have been boosted against uh, COVID-19, who've had their booster shots, tend to be more resistant to developing infection or symptoms uh, with Omicron. And that's really important. I mean, what we're really trying to do here, we may be at a stage with this particular variant where it's more difficult to prevent infection, but what we want to do is prevent hospitalizations, and of course, deaths. And so that's what we really want to do. So I think that has to be our goal as we think about this right now. The, but the more people are vaccinated, the easier it will be to accomplish this. And then I haven't seen data on mask wearing. I don't know what Cornell policies were, but we will certainly continue our mask wearing for we know that does help prevent against transmission of Delta. We know it helps prevent against transmission of influenza, which is the other problem that people may be experiencing as well. So getting vaccinated against flu, getting your booster against COVID-19, uh, and, you know, carefully, to my mind, continuing to wear masks indoors would be the advice I'd have for people over this holiday. And if there's going to be gatherings where you don't think you can anticipate wearing a mask, having people tested ahead of time may be helpful in trying to prevent things. We've had a very successful football season, which will culminate in the Peach Bowl next week against or on December 30th against Pitt. And uh, thanks in part to some generous donors, we have Coach Tucker locked up for a decade. Just your thoughts on, on the football season. And how will the Stanley family celebrate the holidays? <laughs> so, so, so the Stanley families will be uh, about two-thirds of us, I guess, or maybe one three-fifths of us <laughs> will be uh, in, in, in Michigan at Cole's house. So we're really going to enjoy this, and there'll be a chance for a number of us to get together. Um, the Peach Bowl is incredibly exciting. Um, we had a football season that was wonderful in terms of what was accomplished and, and particularly rewarding because it was unexpected. And as you know, you know the pundits uh, before the season had us picked as last potentially in the, the East Conference of the Big Ten. And so we well exceeded those expectations. Um, Coach Tucker and his team uh, really did uh, what they thought they could do, didn't listen to what the pundits said, and had an amazing season. And I think uh, you know, we're very fortunate we were able to uh, make sure that we retain Mel Tucker as the coach. He's done a great job as recruiting. He's done an amazing job in the X's and O's, but also he's been a, a really prolific fundraiser as well, and that's helped bring new resources to a program that, again, is the you know heart, essentially, of what we do in athletics because the revenue from football um, really provides the revenue to support other sports. Men's basketball and football are
are the two sports that provide most revenue for the program and allow us to do some of these other support sports and successfully achieve uh, hopefully competitive uh, uh, outcomes uh, in all of these sports that we're doing. And on behalf of the Spartan community, President Stanley, thank you for the bonus we're going to get and the week off coming up through the holidays. It just strikes me that you're always thinking about us and our welfare, and I appreciate that. And let me give you an opportunity to uh, express your gratitude to our university community for observing the safety precautions, including vaccination and indoor masking, that allowed us to return to our living and learning spaces this fall. Those continuing measures safely positioned us to start the spring 22 semester with classes January 10th. So, so I'm, I'm glad we're able to do this, this bonus, and it's so well earned um, by everybody at the university, and we wanted to make it something that all faculty and staff uh, were able to participate in because everybody has been affected by the pandemic, and everybody has had their work changed and had to do more during this time. There's no one who's escaped the impact of this, and I appreciate those who sacrificed uh, some of their finances during these challenges. I appreciate those who were furloughed and have now come back, and we're glad to see you back again. But all, this is so impactful to so many, so our ability with some of the money we have in reserves to to make people, uh, I think, to say how much we appreciate this is something that we're very proud of. And the senior leadership team, I think, again, you know, on behalf of them and everyone at the administration, thank you. Thank you so much for everything you do. We couldn't have done this uh, the way we did without your total commitment to MSU and your willingness to really go beyond, above and beyond what would normally be expected to help keep this university running and to serve our students who are so important to all of us. Yeah, Two-part question as we close, sir. Just sort of your general holiday wishes for Spartans around the world, and is there anything you're you're looking forward to, especially next semester? Well, I think for, for Spartans around the world, uh, again, to be safe. Um, that's something we talk about a lot on campus, And but I think, you know, these are some of the most difficult times we've had in terms of, I think, our safety from illness and from the pandemic. So I think to do the things that will keep you and your family safe, I encourage you to do that. Um, there's nothing more important than that as we come forward. Uh, and next semester, um, the theme, I think, will be to continue what we've accomplished this semester, to continue to return. I think we will be following Omicron very carefully, so I urge people to stay tuned over the holidays in case we have announcements to make because then changes we might need to do there. Um, but right now, I hope people rest and relax during these holidays. Use those three days um, to be with your family and to, again, um, have a chance to celebrate everything we've accomplished and the fact that we continue to move MSU forward. President Stanley, thanks as always for sharing your insights with me and happy holidays. Thank you. Same to you and again, same to all the listeners out there. That's Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D. Keep up with all he's doing for us at president.msu.edu. And follow along on Instagram at msupresstanley. I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.